Yes, yes, yes. You heard it here first. It's Charlie Charles, LOF Radio. And the music you just heard is from my country, straight from the roots, baby. Shut him out, shut him out, shut him out, shut him out, shut him out. Yes, that was Topicana, Rabodai. Find him on YouTube. All right, this is Rick Dorm, Laser Frustration. This is a different type of episode. This is the this is the Haitian Roots episode. We're talking about Haiti today. Yes, yes, yes. Also, we got a Guess, guess on the show. Hey, man, guess. it's J.D. Sounds. Y'all know about me. Let's talk. Tell them about yourself, man. They down here, you know what I mean? Hey Special guest. Came out here to show some love to my fans. You know what I'm saying? Like, Zo, all the way, Zo Productions, 011509. You know what it is. I had to stop by and show the family how we do. I yeah. always do. That's what it is. That's what it loves. Thanks for the love, baby. So pretty much he's here. He's going to talk about Haiti and tell us about the roots. Tell us everything about the beautiful beaches. You know what I mean? That we have out there. Everybody's that's trying to travel. You said something earlier He's gonna about let you uh, know. taking your friends and everything, traveling with your friends and going to places. Facts, man. I mean, like, I always felt like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm Haitian, and um, I got Jamaican friends. I got old Caribbean friends, African friends. You name it, I got it, because I live in New York City. What do you expect, right? So my question is, how is it that we always hyped up to go to St. Kitts, St. Thomas, Bahamas, Barbados, Jamaica, Montego Bay, all those places, Negril, you name it. We always hyping about to go out there, but when we thinking about a vacation spot or where our friends were, we're trying to, you know, come together and plan a trip or some shit, we never think about going back to our hometown. Like, just the idea of it never come up as a location in the Caribbean, because it is an island. And because of us, all the other islands had gained their independences. Learn from us. So why is it that we're not doing that? Yeah. I feel like that's a, that's a topic that we must tackle as the young generation coming up. We have so much influences with the friends that we got now and the, fr- and the kids that, you know, they probably have or people they'll be encountering with. You right. Uh, I'm, I haven't been to Haiti since I was two. I came to America when I was two. So my man Donta <laughs> and Judy, t- t- what about Haiti? What's the spots in Haiti? I know Porter Prince. I know. Bro, you asking the wrong person, bro. Don't <laughs> ask me. I don't know no spots in Haiti, my nigga. I mean, I'm gonna ask you something, Ricky. Yeah. So you haven't been you haven't been to Haiti in how long? Um, twenty two years. Twenty two years. So in, with and within that twenty two years, have you been to any other islands? Yeah. You only been to Long Island. You've yeah. never traveled. That's all. Look at the Long God Island. Damn. Well, <laughs> I said, nigga, Long this, Island. I left the state. Went to Canada. Yeah. I went to different states in this country, but I never, I never got the chance to leave because I got my citizenship in America yeah. when I was, I want to I say 2018, so I want to say about 20, 21. Oh, yeah, newbie. So I haven't really got to travel that much, and I was supposed to travel this year, yeah. but pandemic. But you know what it is, though? I mean, this is a great lesson, too. That means not only that, if you want to learn more about your, your, your hometown and about what we have, what we what we do and what's the culture like minus what they're showing on social media because you know the media is is, is not going to show you everything about the beauty about our country just like they do africa you know what i'm saying they yeah. show all the poverty and all that shit but africa is beautiful haiti is beautiful 
but they're not, they're not gonna show you all that though. And I feel like you know what I mean once you're ready, if you wanna head out for a trip, you could head out for a trip with the mom, with the parents, with the mom dukes. They know the spots. Trust me, and you'll be good on all that negativity you hear about back home. It's it's not all that hype. You have to be just like here when you when you depends on who you rocking with. That's how you get yourself in trouble. It's the same way because they don't know you, so they're not gonna come for you unless you know them and you have some 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 shit going on with them. I mean, yeah. once you're ready to once COVID is slowed down a little bit, I think we should do a board trip. To where? <laughs> I mean, I didn't say Haiti. I'm just saying we should do a trip. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all sound like y'all haven't been nowhere. Nigga, I've been places. Where are you? Where you been, nigga? I've been places. Hold up. Hold up, nigga. Not within the United States. Outside. I've been places. Where you been, bro? That place outside right there. Toronto. You went to Toronto, saw his B-Boys. They saw Drake. (laughs) Saw Aubrey. OVO. You know what I'm saying? No, the thing is, I feel like in Haiti, especially with my parents, they're a little different with Haiti. Like, yeah. The other day, my dad was like, nobody's going to Haiti. My mom was talking about going to Haiti, and she, he was just saying, he was like, no, because he was, also, he was just watching the news of, like, people getting shot, different things going on in Haiti from fights to people getting shot, rioting, and that's, like, the corruption. So he, he's, like, anti. He doesn't even want to go back because of that. I guess that's that, that fear that he has of that, of the, the corruption and the way that people are acting now from what he sees on the news, the Haitian news. So... I mean, let's. I mean, let's. Like, be what's real, the though? younger vision of that though? Like, how do you come? Like, look, looking up to your dad, and he's like saying, "Oh, don't yeah. like, don't go because of all that stuff." So for a younger person, yeah. you living in America, yeah. you you know nothing about Haiti. I don't know. And if I go to Haiti, right, where am I gonna go besides a resort? So I ask you this like, question: You could ask your dad, pops, when you were growing up, was there corruption in Haiti? Were they killing in Haiti, or was it all quiet and dandy? Bro, go, nigga, in his dad's era. Man, they had the Tonto Makuts and there all them go. dudes. There you go. And the, there's no w- one the country Tonto out there. What? Tonto Makut. Papa Doc. What, what is that? You, OGs? Uh, pretty much. Like, they, they laid down the law. Like, Haiti was, like, on curfew, bro. Is that, like, the police or is that, like, the, those, like, Rastafarian niggas? It was more sh- like a... Uh, it was... So, I don't know, like, based based on the presidency that we had, that president at that time, mm-hmm. the way he functioned is... Most people know, and your parents would know, the, would know this, too. Like... You don't basically. We were on a on a very strict type of environment. Like he controlled every shit that happened. People were safe, but best believe, if you did come in a crime, though, you would get killed. So it's 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 like facts. So you, you see in Haiti now. right now how you watching on the news, your pops watching on the news, where like they getting probably chopped or shot at or whatever. Back then, that was not allowed because he did not give the say so. And he did not punish the, the the innocent. Like if you, but if you did something grimy or dirty, best believe you would definitely meet. I'm your talking fate. about pull you f- in front of everyone in the street. So public execution type shit to show an but, example. But exactly. the way he, did, but the way he did the the execution was was strategic. It's like he would have all of us lined up and with the officers, and right there, right in front of us, that's where the guy would be at, and then he would get give each of us a gun, and we all shoot. But the funny thing is, only one gun would have that bullet. So nobody would ever feel the guilt that they killed somebody. But deep down the line, you know at the end of the day that you might have killed someone, but you just, you just can't be too sure. Because it was That's never like that. psychologically fucked. Jesus Christ. That's Psychological warfare, bro. That's, that's interesting. I never, I never knew that. What was he called again? Papa Doc. Papa that's your Doc. pops. 
right, yeah, Papa Doc, Papa and then Doc not too long ago when his son came out trying to do something in Haiti, Baby Doc. We call them right. Yeah, that's Salopri. Yeah, <laughs> Salopri. Yeah, that's yeah, what they man. call him. Like they didn't want to see it, bro. Like he went to Haiti, they had to fly him out quick. Yeah. Why they don't like him? Bro, they had to fly him out quick. Damn. His dad, his dad hurt some, hurt the the rebels now. The bro, it was crazy, son. Like, like I, I don't. Know. I feel like it's a, is it. It sounds like it's a situation now where it's just like people people got fucked up by the earthquake and everything. Then they got fucked up. God, God only knows how it fucked up. The pandemic fucked over there up. Just like from. People getting sick. Oh, no, nah, no, nah, we good, healthcare. bro. We, we, we got the remedies for that. <laughs> bro, we got the remedies, bro. This is, I, I kid you not. Haitian people got a leaf for everything. I can imagine, bro. That's, that's another interesting thing that, uh, that you, I don't know, I feel like we got to look into. I feel like people definitely are doing it, but it's like it's kind of out of the norm because of how medically it's revolutionized everything nowadays with antibodies and all that, antibiotics and all that stuff. But... That our bodies are becoming immune, and all these viruses are coming immune to antibiotics. So, I feel like in the future we're gonna lean towards either something better than antibiotics because all these viruses, our viruses are mutating to adapt to it and handle it. So we're gonna have to go to those natural remedies and go to those natural solutions for different different diseases. We probably don't even remember half of them because they've been lost in history. But you know why the the we we'll always resort to the to the um natural remedies right because if you think about it why is it that the the older generation who are from those kind of like particular type of home state they live longer than the younger generation i mean diseases it's all mutations mutations of cells mutations of whatever and it all comes from man-made products now back home true it, it might you know migrate to something crazier at the same time while we eating the natural herbs the natural everything um, it also migrates, so it also mutates. It gets stronger. If your immune system is stronger because you've been eating that legume on Sunday dinner and you've been drinking that ginger tea in the morning and you've been having all that tea, so see that your, your parents or your mom be, you know, you know, forcing down your throat. Now you had that for years. Now you come to the States where they don't know nothing about that and they, and they caught a simple flu, a simple cold, and they're out for like weeks. And us, we sneeze, blow our nose, put some, you know, vapor rub on, and we're good. Because our immune system is built different. It's not because we're better. It's just that my we've body been, different. We've been, you know, doing more natural things. Because our body wasn't made to to eat a whole lot of things that people are eating. Especially we were America. made to eat natural things: herbs, leaves, greens. That's what it was made for. So, all these things that's coming out the woodwork about, you know, can't find cures. Well, you can't find cures for something that's mutating. While you're not trying to go back to the basic of why. Why they got sick in the first place? You know what I mean? Like I kid you not, I feel like Haitian niggas don't know what a, a hamburger is. Like in Haiti, like, like what the, the hell is See, that? The thing like, is, like, there's a lot of like the thing that I really like about those um those other countries is because of their food isn't as processed as American food. Like yeah. if you taste a chicken from America versus a chicken from London or Haiti or Jamaica, it's totally different. It's just just the way that they take care of the animal and the way they because here is just like they're just pumping these shits out. Man. Like this, they're like, supplying like eighty percent of the. A uh, Haitian nigga, like they will see the food out here yeah. and they will see you eat it. Like they will be like, "Why are you eating that chumper? Yeah. Like pretty much, why are you eating that trash? That's salopri. Like Man, that's that's you know what it, that's what it feels like. The thing is, yeah. you're, it's the, a big factor that messes with people's health and this just your mi- mental. I feel like it fucks with your mental too. Is what you eat, what you put inside your body, and that that's gonna fuck with you but mentally you- and physically. Because if you eat the bad things constantly. 
you're gonna feel like shit, and Facts. you're gonna get, you're gonna get keep on getting. Like, that's why America has an obesity problem. But I feel like the biggest issue is the processed food. I mean, you are what you eat. You eat shit, you feel like shit. Exactly. I mean, I'll tell you this: you go to Haiti, spent one week or whatever, right? You'll see a difference as you're eating and being under the sun. Even the sun, even though it's hot, but your body won't be reacting the same way it's reacting out to here. Because we're eating processed food here and then hitting the sun with its natural rays on a daily basis. Now, when you get back home, you're eating real things with real producers, real meat that your family probably catches in their, you know, in their yards because they have that natural poultry going on. And then you eat that, and then it's building you from the inside, and then it's fighting whatever's coming at you from the outside. As opposed to here, like you eating whatever you're eating and it's already de- detrimental to your health in the first place. It's like a, it's, it's like a catch-22. You can't win in, in, either way when you're right. eating food here. Like Low-key, when he said that obesity shit, like... McDonald's, now, Happy Meals Wednesdays. Now I'm just saying, like, I, I've... I'm looking, th- I'm thinking back, back, like, back, back. I haven't seen, like, an obese person in Haiti like that. Nah, bro. It's very rare. Nah, if somebody's big in Haiti, they they know you wealthy because you eating that much. Yeah. You eating that much, but there's no such thing as obesity in Haiti. Like, how could you be obese if if you ain't got no whip? You gotta get to work to school. So I'm like, how, bro? I'm thinking about I'm like, yo, like the obesity level here, man, versus Haiti. Like, it's pretty much like slim to none in Haiti, bro. Like, it's rare you see somebody that's obese. Heck yeah. Like out here, you can watch on TV. I'm looking like somebody's like 800 pounds. They need a a forklift to lift them out of the bed. You ain't gonna see that in Haiti, bro. I feel I feel like there's a lot of things that factor into that, like mentality, like the Caribbean mentality, like the mindset that the Caribbeans have is completely different from American mentality. I feel like when people are in Caribbean in the Caribbean countries, I feel like they're more happier because they understand their life. They haven't. They understand their purpose. Like here, I feel like people. A lot of people are searching for that purpose, and they don't find it because everything's here. Everything's given to them. Everything's there for the team. You go to the store and you get your own choice. food. You go to the store. You can you can buy anything you want. Electronic. If you got the money, man. Too many options. Can, Haiti you niggas don't have options that. like that. But you know what it is though, in Haiti. It's a good and bad thing. You want it, you go for it. You gotta wake up. You can't be in bed. If you stay in bed, then you're not just not gonna eat. Like closed mouth, don't get fed. Basically, that's how we live back home. You hungry? Get out there, make it happen. But over here, I mean, like, yo, I remember back back in like high school for prom, you know, Haitian parents don't be giving you that money like that. So I had to come up with my money and shit, and I ended up working at McDonald's. Yo, Wednesdays was the Happy <laughs> Meals days, bro. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, yo. The Happy Meals days was the Happy Meals days. The, the Happy <laughs> Meals days. It's like it's like the Happy Meals will be a dollar, and. Like most of the Latino, because fa- the community was like more centrified around um, Mexican families, bro. Them kids would look bigger than their parents, bro, and they're eating two, three Happy Meals by themselves, and the parents ordering eight, God seven, damn. Yo, God and that's damn. years ago, bro. So imagine that's a setup. This is why we got the problem now. Yeah, it's a setup. Yeah. Kids grew up. It's a setup. <laughs> but you know what it is though, like. And that's why I never like to work on Wednesdays at McDonald's. How <laughs> many burgers you had to make, nigga? Mad <laughs> burgers, bro. I never, I never worked at a fast food restaurant. I just couldn't do it because I bro, knew you just try for a week. No, yeah, just no, try for a week. I'll bro. be honest with you, bro. I'll, I'll be honest. I feel like you. it's an experience you need to have. No, bro. I, I, it passed. If I, if I, if I ever had that experience, it would have been in high school. And now you can still get that nah, experience now, I'm not bro. trying to work me now. <laughs> just do it for a week, bro. <laughs> You'll for thank me later. No, nah, man. Trying to get that Travis Scott merch. That's what, that's why you're trying to go there. No, it's not even. I'm just telling you, like, you'll thank me later. 
that shit would teach you so much about what people like everything you just value everything differently bro what you learned from working at mcdonald's that i never want to smell like grease ever again <laughs> but you know what it is though yes. i feel like the corporations out here they they care about the dollar sign the moment you care yeah. about the dollar sign i mean by any means necessary bro, he's my witness we worked at the you same mcdonald's i got in trouble for flipping a burger i just was trying to cook the burger right Nigga told me we don't flip burgers here. Seen Burger King? I seen a video. Of these niggas making burgers. It's like they they cook it on one side, and they yeah. put it like in a in a dish tray type thing. Correct. They put it in like that's in a, a that's in exactly a shelf. how it is. Yo, what made it taste good is that sauce they put on it. That's it. Mm-hmm. That shit stinks. Son, <laughs> I got in trouble. I, I got in trouble. In I got in trouble years. every day, bro. Ask him. I was a rebel. You flip the like, burgers, you like, over. You gotta eat. You gotta eat. Son, I used to flip them, bro. Like that's why, like when he they, when they used to order food. They used to make sure I'm in the back because they know I would cook that shit. Because, ah. yo, I'm telling you, they put like 16 burgers on the grill and they got this little machine that go down. 16 seconds later, it goes back up. Burger's done. And then, like you said, like you seen the video, they put it on a tray and then they put it in some shelving unit that heats it up, that keeps it warm. That keeps it warm, yeah. See, yeah. I, don't, I didn't see because in that video, I didn't see that thing that like the press that they put down. There wasn't no press. It was nah, like, like a normal a, flat grill and they just had it. Just Unless like they change, but you remember I'm talking, you know, nah, I'm talking, it's, it's a grill and they have something on like you got to put it down and yeah. then there's a timer on it. Yeah. And once that timer go down and start beeping that whatever you pull down, like that, that metal part, it comes back up nah, automatically. Nah, nah, he's right though. Cause, but you're talking about like the quarter pounds and shit. He's talking about them regular. Nah, even the regular burgers. Like burgers too, y'all, y'all did, you had to do it down. Yeah. Bro, I'll be honest with you. When I got there, bro, she was like, yo, you too cute. You're going to be, you're going to be a registered boy. I never, I never flip burgers, bro. Yo, Charles go mad. You look like caca, boy. You gonna put yo. you in the back? You nah, they had me, they had me there for a week. That was it. Yo, man. But on some, on some real shit though, bro. Like, if a corporation is all about money, then that means they're gonna do anything and everything to make sure they keep rolling that cow in. And that's all it. That's all it was. But back home, we care about our community. We make sure that we we provide good quality of things to make sure. You eat it, you enjoy it, and it and it benefits your 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 cells, your body. Out here, you eat it, you enjoy it, and they make sure that it benefits their bank accounts. Yeah, the thing is, is like differences here is like the thing is it's a corporation, so it's like it's considered a, a person technically, tax wise and everything. It's a it's a it's like a, it's a corporation, but like they're just their their goal is profit. Their goal is to get that revenue. Cause when you when you go to Haiti, it's like a it's a village. It's it's your it's your tribe. Facts. It's, it's your a community. tribal mentality. So like you have like you know everybody that's there. You're just you're dishing out burgers. Yeah, bro. I see that. Yeah, I mean, this man Charles is showing us a picture of um the, the press grill. that they used in uh, McDonald's. The McDonald's girls and like that's the shit right here, son. That shit that should go up like after a few seconds. It should just it starts beeping and goes up automatically and you get you take the burgers Man. off. Yo, Charles just brought up mad memories, yo. Cause I'll be like, yo, I need eight burgers. My nigga would be mad. Be like, yo, <laughs> I just dropped some. Hold on. <laughs> like, nigga, give me sixteen seconds to shit to pop, man. Yo. yo, I need it now. Nigga, yo, wait. And the crazy shit was, I don't, I don't know if he knew, but we had the twins with us too. So the twins were on the grill. But uh, he had the whole squad working yo, at McDonald's. But, but, I was the first one. I put everybody on, bro. But, but twin was the worst though, because they would make him like like clean up the, the 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 sitting area, the lobby and shit. Yo, we wasn't having it, bro. Yo, he was tight, son. I wasn't having it. I was not Sorry. with it, bro. I mean, I'm not even going front, bro. Whenever I went to work, 
I just wear my shirt, go up front, be like, hey, how you doing? But I hated Wednesday nights, bro. The dollar Happy Meal shit, I couldn't deal with it, bro. You had to clean the bathrooms? Hell they no. They tried to make, I'm telling you, you hired me for kitchen, I'm going to stay in the kitchen. Hell no. Well, see, I worked at security at, at school when I went to Binghamton. They had me doing security. They had me doing janitor. They had me cleaning. They had me mopping the floors. They had me wiping the tables down. I had to do some bar back type stuff sometimes. How come you 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 didn't want to be like in the RE or some shit? That they didn't, I didn't have I didn't have, I didn't work I didn't live in the first of all, I didn't live in the the dorms so I lived off campus, and like the bar was like I can I got I I walked in my friend was already working there, I just I just told homie I'm looking for a job I'm giving my resume right there on the spot and he was like all right man you're hired, and I, I'm big so it's like yeah you could be security. But the money was terrible. I was making eight dollars and ten cents. That's Binghamton for you. It was terrible. But fam, the bathroom was the worst, the worst cleaning I ever had to do in my life. I'm talking about. Yeah, I had to take the trash out. Some girl had a period in there. Oh hell! So no. you got you got somebody dropped their drink too in there. So you got liquid mixed with period blood. That's just leaking. Yo. That's just Bruh. mad disgusting. <laughs> Yo. I don't get paid enough for this shit. And it, in a trash can, yeah. I gotta walk down the block. Then I got to bust the left, go all the way down, then go into the shady-ass wow. alley, make another left behind this big-ass parking parking garage. And that shit is so sketchy, bro. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> bro, and, and, bro I've, seen, I've seen a lot of weird-ass shit. There. I've seen a lot of weird-ass shit. Have you ever seen a 70-year-old ex-Playboy like model pick up a college kid? Damn, that was I've never seen some shit like that in my life, bro. That she was crazy. Seven, she had like Z's, like I'm talking about Z to the Z's, like uh-huh, like honey. Z's. Yeah, bro. And she be you know, she be pulling up on niggas like, what's, what's good, honey? That's like she got she got that voice. She got that yeah. That's Joe's kind of titties what's, right what's there, good, honey. Bruh. I'll give you some of that good old seventies <laughs> pussy. Y'all niggas is warm. She could probably beat you up with the titty though. <laughs> she probably could <laughs> suffocate my shit. Yeah, it was an interesting time. So I see a lot of weird cats up there. I bet you go back. Never again. I, I bet uh, you go back. He liked that time. Nah, he, he gonna de- go back. He would definitely go back for that Caribbean party they be having at Binghamton. The Caribbean, par- the Caribbean parties that. are fun, man. Yeah, that. I went to I went to one of those um, basement parties. It was it was mad lit. Oh, you went to Bashment. No, it wasn't. Even, it wasn't. Even a, it wasn't even a Caribbean Caribbean type of shit. It was. Oh. It was like a Spanish. Nigga, it was like a Spanish thing, but they doing the Jamaican tunes and no, the, no, the Afro no, beats. No. Nigga went to I'm talking festival. about like I think it's like in the fall. Um, it's you know like the fall when the leaves type, when the leaves start type, falling. Type type party, party, like they, have, <laughs> they have on campus. I don't know if it's still happening though. Like all Caribbean type shit at at, at Binghamton. I, I know what you're talking about. They be having. They be having a whole. The thing is, I, I had, I'm in a group chat. Yeah, and they got a big group, ass man. group chat with like a thousand kids, and everybody's God, in there. Like all the Caribbean people, all the Spanish people, they're all in that group chat. So like they posting parties, they posting all types of shit. And it's mad, it's mad lit. But like I don't know, I just I, I don't know. I've been on my own shit. I'm with it. Got to do your own shit sometimes. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's that's yeah. crazy, bro. Yeah, yeah, niggas. You know what I mean? Yeah, Binghamton niggas is different. But you definitely gotta get gotta get that number though for Charles. You want them big old teddies. I got you, man. I'm gonna find it, man. No, nah, I'm good. I don't need that. You, you can have that, bro. That's nah, all you, bro. Big old teddies, big old pillows. Get you one of them thick uh, North um, European bitches, man. 
No, you like them European girls, Charles. Yeah, so you can be like, hi, I'm a Charles, I'm a photographer. Can I shoot you sometimes? You know what I mean? But Mad yo, unsubtle. But, <laughs> but how has life been different since you left Binghamton, bro? Because I know you spent some time up there. You were, you know, in a secluded, quiet down area. Now you came back. I mean, mm-hmm. Long Island's kind of quiet too, but in comparison to oh, yes, it's, Binghamton, it's, it's completely, like, completely different. Because when I used to go up there, I, I used to stay on, I don't know if you know downtown Binghamton, yeah. around Mattis Street. That's where I used to stay at. Mattis Street? Yeah. yeah. But it's like downtown, need like the the hall, the courthouses. That's where my brother had his apartments at. Yeah, I was like, I was I was like, I was close to the school. Mm-hmm. I think I was on like Vessel Parkway. I was right right down Vessel Parkway. Yo, so I like, almost went to Vessel High School. Really? Almost. Bro. <laughs> this family life would have been going, bro. <laughs> You'd have been tight. Yo. You'd have been tight. I passed the high school. That shit like that shit look sketchy. That shit look mad weird. Yo, it it it. I heard, bro. Like. They, they gave me a scholarship and shit. My mother was like, uh-uh. Mm-mm. Palela. Mm-mm. Palela. <laughs> Palela. <laughs> Yo. Vessel High School, bro. Yeah, man. So, so like, do, do you miss it? Do you miss the, the, the life up there? Like, I miss having, I miss the enjoyment of having my own apartment, having yeah. my own room. I can just do whatever I want in my room. Bring shorties over. And it's like I don't really got to do anything. Just pull up, and that's it. I mean, so so it's why not, not you know active. take that process and put put it out here? It, it it's a process. That's the thing. It's a process. So I want you got to get your money right. You got to yeah. get the apartment situation set up. But for yes. me, mentally, it's, it's all about it's all about saving money, find finding different ways of income right now. Yeah, yeah. So right now, I'm just trying to save and get some shit probably in Queens. I kind of I want to live in Manhattan, but the way everything's going now, it looks like that could happen because all the prices of the apartments are dropping because niggas is leaving. True. But let's I, I, I'm trying to see what goes. But what? Binghamton is not. I can't. I hate the food up there, man. It's terrible. Yeah, it is terrible. Bro, I found a Haitian spot. Trash. Nah, they don't trash. <laughs> yeah, because remember, like they gotta cook with the no no salt, no pepper, just to make sure that they cooperate for all the Mont Blanc up there. Right. You know what I mean. But you know what it is, though? I mean, there's, like, a whole lot of apartment um, lottery going on now for New York City itself. So it depends on when you're trying to get that spot. If you put in an application now, you most likely will score a spot in the next year or two. Depends mm-hmm. on, you know what I'm saying? But they are legit because uh, in, my, in my company, I have this young lady on my team. Yeah. After three years, she finally got called. Mind you, she, was, she had an apartment, but she, she left the lease to get the... A nice ass apartment, bro, by Barclays Center. Wow, a one bedroom for twelve hundred. That's calm, yo. That's yo. calm. <laughs> she jumped on it, bro. Let me tell you, she jumped on it. She was like, "All right, I bought it." There's a lot. There's you a lot of things I was looking into. There's like, there's like rent controlled apartments and everything. It's like, I don't know. Coming from somebody that never looked at this stuff before and looking at it, it's like it's different. So it's like I gotta like educate myself on the whole how the apartments work, how the the rent work. And then leases and everything like that. That's all. That's all. Got. But 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 you know what it is though. It's it's like you said. Like, but the good thing is like it's like your friends or your network. You may not know much about it, but it's somebody out there who knows. That's a fact. You know more than you do. Just like, you know, um, someone would reach out to you, be like, "Yo, yo, Rick, I got this question about this, that, this, that," and you be, be able to knock it down. You know what I mean? But 
with that, that's definitely something that that's the one that's kind of like one of my one of my um, expertise, especially when it comes to to financial education, because I I used to do the whole financial advisor for some time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So with that, I could definitely assist with the apartment type, but sky's the limit, man. Yeah, I was looking up. I was looking up a lot of like a lot of stuff with that, but like financial education. That's growing up and seeing like my parents and how their financial literacy isn't that good. I had to go in and figure all that stuff out early. So I got on. To, I got on working on my credit since I was like eighteen. Yeah. And I was studying that stuff. I was on different types of forms. Yeah. And looking up different types of stuff like that, and doing a lot of. I took a lot of classes for personal finance. Yeah, yeah. Since like ninth grade. Dang. And I just been. I've been trying to focus on that. So I've been building my credit since like 18. So my credit is good. No, but does, I have no fear about credit getting the apartment. It's all about money and having that money in the bank for down deposits and all that type of stuff. So I feel like I, I just feel like I got to get mentally there for for keep, keeping that discipline. I feel like the big part of all that stuff is discipline. And but a lot you, of people don't have discipline. But you know what it is, though? It's, it's all about the it's all about the discipline. If you don't have the discipline, then you can't get it. You know what I mean? But the thing is, um, Key number one factor is that you made that decision. That's the biggest step right there. Like, some people, they just flip-flop with it. But if you're able to maintain that, like, in our culture, their version of financial education, well, sadly, they weren't, you know, provided too much um, room or space to look into those things. But their definition of it, of financial literacy for our Haitian or Caribbean people, is susu. Know what I'm saying? Yeah, I heard about the susu. That's man. the thing. It's a susu. But That's I'll tell you one thing, know, though. Son. The moment I, I, like, I started learning, went to several seminars, was licensed for the state, and all that stuff, I'm like, yo, I am never doing a susu in my life. <laughs> I would never do a susu in my life. Yo, Charles would talk to me about it. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm good. If, anything, if, any, if, I, don't, if I make a penny, five cents profit, that I would prefer. But I don't want to do nothing when it comes to susu. I'm good. You know Why what I'm not though, bro? Because, bro, if you gotta you give that weekly money. Nah, bro. If my money's not making me money, I want to be part with it. That's where I'm at now. That's the big difference. I, re- I read the book. You read the book on um, Rich Dad. Poor it? Dad. Yeah, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah. yeah. That I read that book in high school. My teacher, my teacher put me onto that book, and I, I used to read a lot of Think Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon. Um, Napoleon Hill. That was another good book, but like that book got like. There's a difference. There's a big difference between black families and the, the white families, and how these white white families they teach their kids how to make their money work for them. Yeah, and I, I that's what that's the biggest thing I really want to learn, so I can teach my son or daughter, so we can so they can be able be able to be financially secure in their life, and they have an understanding of what they need to do to survive, because because that's the biggest thing that I don't feel like we, I was taught when I was a kid or taught growing up, is to understand that my money can make me money. And I have to do that because if I if I don't do that, my money's just gonna be sitting there doing nothing. <laughs> but you know what it is though. <laughs> but at the you same right. token, it's like our Haitian parents and their mind, their version of teaching us how to make our money make our money make us money, was to be like, oh, Ricky, listen, my son, you put one hundred this week, it'll give you touching hundred in the next two three months. That's their version of it, but they never actually saw the longevity of what was happening when it comes to those type of, type of like, you know, situations. And I have done susu in the past when I was younger, but the moment, let me tell you, but the moment I read 
um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, the, the, um, there's, there's a book, it's called The Laws of Vibration, and there's a, one another one, The Power of Thinking Positive. Bro, after I read those books, bro, I'm like, yo, I will not do anything financially where it's not making me money. It's a fact, man. You know what I'm saying? It, it starts with me. Like, it's saddened that our parents didn't get the teachers, but now we become the teacher. It's a fact. You know like, what I mean? We got we to gotta put on to the, the kids that's coming under us, our little brothers, our little sisters, because they're in the same boat that we were before, but at yeah. least you can give them that jump start so they can start Facts. earlier. And then get that knowledge and be able to do that. Yeah, man. I like like that's 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 the type of you know type of shit that we had to, you know, grow up without. But good thing is that like we were able to, well, we were mentally tough because you got you have to be mentally tough to to not want to splurge or go to the mall and spend that rack with your friends and whatnot. Like, damn, I know I want to do this, but I got a plan for this. I'm trying to do this with it, make this count. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's a fact. That's what we gotta do, man. See, the the, the thing is though, it's that, it's that first step. Cause that first step is the hardest step. Yep. It's easy to say it, but to do it, you gotta take that first step. And once you keep doing that, you start building that that routine in your head, your head, mm-hmm. and you ingrain that into your brain. Cause your brain loves routine. Yeah. So once you keep doing that every day, after that, that's gonna just be the way you live. Right. And the it, same way you brush your teeth every morning, same way as you saving your money, make your money work for you. Yeah, exactly what I'm saying. It's like for that to be continuous, you have to work on that mental toughness. Because if, if your mentality uh, is not as strong as you want it to be, you might start. But somewhere down the line, you might crash hard. But if you've worked on it, dedicated some hardcore time, like, yo, I know I want to do this, so how do I get to get there or even get on the path and be able to be content to remain there through the toughness and the ups and the, the upsides and the downsides of it all? I got to make sure that when it's when shit not going right, I stay focused. And that, my friend, is the hardest task. That's, That's that fact. mental toughness. You know what I'm saying? I feel but like once, once you get that, though, like, bro, it's going to be a process, but you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna succeed for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was about to say something. I thought so too. This yeah. nigga. No, but the thing I seen um I seen this video of this um it was like a black family. He was like a he was a he's a retired CEO of some company. And he what he did was he bought an estate. Like he bought he bought some land and then he, he built how he built like these big houses. So he had I wanna say like a good like thirty rooms, bathrooms, and he had his whole family in there. And that's that land is for his family. So like I, I was thinking about doing something like that. Like I wanted to do something like that where I have that like those acres of land and just purchase that with my family, and then we have an estate. Because I have a friend. She lives she lives out east, and she she has literally a road is her her pretty much her driveway essentially. Because it's like literally make a right on the road. That's like her driveway, and her neighbors are her family, her cousins, her. Her uncles and all that stuff, they're all they all live right there and they got acres of land. And it's like that's all their family. And that they their grandfather I believe her grandfather built that stuff. And now it's theirs. We Ah, you see? Like it's a it's uh interesting it's an interesting way of living, man. But it's I feel like 
if you, I feel like land. You got to purchase. I want. I want to purchase land. I want to be able to own. Yep. That's the real real estate. That's the real real estate to me. Like you don't. You never like. You never like. I don't feel like you never gain money in this country if you don't own it. You have to own it. You gotta own it. Like you see all these rappers. You see all these other like people like the NBA players and all that stuff. Like they're on these teams, but they don't like once they retire. That's it. They have, they have their sponsors and everything like that. But like, what did they own? Like, the really a really cool inspiration is Shaq. You see how much? You see what Shaq owns? You see what? You see what kind of businesses he's in? He's in all types of you businesses, know, all types of areas of industries and everything like that. And this man has—he's almost a billionaire. You know what's crazy? I'm I'm glad you brought that up. Um, how how many um? Well, we, not not only Shaq. Look at uh. There's a lot of heads out there. Is Tyler that. Perry. T- Tyler Perry, bro. Tyler Perry's about to be a billionaire. I think he, he already is. I think he is. I think he's already because he has his own stu- He has his own um studio, like like. Let me This is like uh, what's it? Was it? It's just called a studio, right? The when you have like it's like a unit. Like he has his own plot of land where the people come and shoot their movies. People come to him to shoot their movies. Yeah, it's, it's a Tyler even, Perry it's production. I, like he, I can't even call that a plot. That's like acres upon my man, acres upon. My man owns acres. a city. <laughs> like like. Yo, you know what's crazy? Like I said before, like so, he has a replica of the White House, bro. <laughs> but, but, but you know where 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 he bought it, right? He bought the real estate because it's all about real estate at the end of the day. He got it at the at a much more minority type of area, and in in that area, the biggest thing out there is Tyler Perry Studios. Had it been like somewhere that's you know progressing, whatnot, it would he would have paid a fortune for it. But the fact that he did that. He has uplifted the entire area, and now people are coming in, trying to build shit and whatnot. Me, what I want to do is, I don't want to build. I I don't, I don't want to just buy property and flip property, because I will have it. It will be mine. But however, as the price of the land that I'm building on goes higher, then my cost goes higher as well. So what I want to do is, is build communities, just like you said, your friends have. Um, the entire road is her basically entryway and shit like that. I want to have an entire area, entire land, where I built businesses and provide and allow everyone within the minority sections to have equal opportunity to get, to create what they want to create, to get a home, to get an apartment, to get yeah. this, to get that, knowing that the land is theirs. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you mentioned the the, the um, NBA players, if you think about it, with so many leagues out there, do you know how many black owners are actually out there in the NBA? Well, I think it's one. Three. And he's not even. It's three? Three. Just three. Mind you, 30 leagues, bro. 30. Just three. That means mm-hmm. somewhere down the line. Where's all that money coming the, from, man? Facts. There's, there's an equation. That's Exactly. There's an equation that's, that doesn't make sense. So if you want to do that, we got to, you know, find the root analysis. Because I do data an- analysis on the daily. So for me, I got to find a root, root analysis for all that shit. So if it's the land that you own, because land only gets higher and more expensive from the day you got it. You know what I'm saying? So it is so pricey, so so crazy expensive that right now in certain states within the United States for people who are not educated enough by jaywalking they could get a citation from a cop saying that if you don't want to go to jail you got to si- sign over your land and people are actually doing it down th- down south what they, they don't have the education no for real bro C- certain places down south 
rather than not go to jail, they would fork, fork over their lands. Well, for like the bail and everything, right? Facts. But that's they, an interesting they, way but of they, doing but they, do, they do not know. But you know what they're doing, right? They got they're taking it back. That's what they're doing. You know what I mean? I was actually I was looking into um, I was looking into some laws about land. How people divide their land, mm-hmm. and I heard a lot of like what what black people do with their land instead of um saying oh I'm gonna give you twenty percent of the land. Like let's say you have four kids or five kids. I'm gonna give or four kids. Let's do first four kids. I'm gonna give you twenty five percent, twenty five percent, twenty five percent, twenty five percent. They just do, you get one-fourth, you get one-fourth, you get one-fourth, you get one-fourth, and then it just goes down from that. Yeah. And then when they do it like that, like, that's good because, like, for the first generation, but it gets really messy yeah. once those when they, once they, they get kids. Because you're looking at, yeah, you get one, one of 32, and this other person, the distance cousins you never even heard of. There's, there's a lot of land that a lot of people don't even know they even own it because of the way that it's fractioned off. And from generation to generation, that's how like um you know um Mark uh, Mark Zuckerberg, like he bought like a little like kind of an island in Hawaii for his little estate, mm-hmm. like he 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 like, he looked for all those people like they own that they own that land, and it was like people that they didn't even know they owned it. It was just like yeah, I'll give you this amount of money for that piece of land. It's like one one in one hundred twenty eighth, like you own that little piece of land. You have that much worth in that land. So he just buying all those all those people out, and then it just gets to the point. He's a billionaire; he can do what the fuck he wants because he got the money to do that. But like, that's that's just crazy that that you can just do that that easy as a billionaire. Yeah, but you have to go a lot. You got to go through a lot to just to buy some land from some people, certain people at least, to but, get that. But, but it's interesting. But, but you know what they do is that like, in certain communities where it's like, Charles would have some land, you have land, I have land, and we all bros. What we do is we break it down to our family, to our, you know, to our offsprings and, and whatnot. And as they had children, they try to break it down even much more into like a more defined, definite, so, so, some sort of a like mathematical space for each and everyone. But what other people actually do is that as the younger ones, they get the lens based on the fortunes, they get more lens. They spread it out. Okay. They get Marlins elsewhere. It doesn't have to be the same place. They get Marlins elsewhere. So as the family is growing, the land is growing. So you have one eighth, one sixteenth, one thirty tooth. You have land, and that's that could be a major part of a land, but you just don't know. It could be in, you know, all the way in, in Alaska. It could be all the way in Timbuktu. You just won't know because where is Timbuktu? Man, <laughs> what's bumblefuck? You know what I'm saying? What's so, so that that tells you that, like, what I'm saying, like, it's time that our community start thinking big and keep it going that way. Think big and keep it going. Stop thinking small. You know what I'm saying? And w- another thing that I'm not too happy with, you know, which doesn't correlate to 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 land to this current topic. It's the fact that why why are we why isn't Haitian music popping, yo? Everywhere. The same way like Jamaican music pops. Soca. Like Afrobeats pops. Soca. Yo, Afrobeats, but you know what Afrobeats is? They work together, bro. They they got that collaboration. They they really Lino Fela Force. I think we just say it and they live by it. Bro, the reason we're not everywhere is cause I ain't gonna hold you. Haitian niggas just like to break down each other, man. So it's that, it's that breaking down each other. It's not that pick each other up type of mentality. No, 
Like, for example, Jew could start a business right now and you have the same business. You're like, nah, that ain't going to rock. I'm supposed to be the only one. Like, you're going to find a way to break his business. Like, by any means necessary. Slander. Physically break it. Like, you hire goons to go, like, break it. That's some some mob shit, bro. That sounds some real-life mob shit. You know what I mean? And then when you think about it, like, like the the other places, they make sure that they work together to make sure it happens. Like, prime example of, like, how Haitians are not united. Look at all these big Catholic churches or other assemblies that they have, right? Perfect example, CCC Church in Brooklyn. Big church. Now, if you look at a Haitian church, yo, you could be walking down a block in Brooklyn. On that one block be five different Haitian churches preaching the exact same thing. On Church Ave? No, like anywhere in Brooklyn. Like Nostra and Rogers, Church Ave, wherever it is. It'd be five of them back, yo, back to back. They're all Pentecostal, all Haitian. Why not come together and just get one big church? And if you don't want to come together and be one big church, why not become under one huge umbrella and just spread out, be elsewhere? Yeah. You know, you know that's what the, the African churches do? They under like a major mission and they be everywhere. Ohio, New York, Georgia. The conference there, that's like, they're, they're, the they're not united, bro. Yeah. Like just, just have one church of God. Why you have to have so many? Church of God is good. God of church is real. God has risen. Guys never died. Come all right, on. All right, pastors. All right. <laughs> and bro, no, like, bro, bro. <laughs> nah, that's how it be. Bro. Like, and in that one church, bro, you like seven pastors. What? Facts. Seven bro, yes. Each of them is separating, like, who's preaching on what Sunday. That's interesting. You know what's bro. crazy? Like, like in our church, right? We, we, we worked hard and 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 you, you, unity hard enough to get to where we had two locations: New York and Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. And guess what happened? That shit fell apart. And last that long, you know. Now what happened with that situation? Because I had a situation in my church, my old church, and I like they, they. I feel like they completely lost the youth. Cause all the youth and in the ex- church That's exactly what happened In our church Lost the youth If we got no future Ain't nothing's gonna Ain't nothing gonna be The old heads are gonna End up right. dying So who you gonna have At the, the church the in the youth future should, I, I actually thought The youth was the future But I don't know How they take it now We we just It was like Anything that we did Was just like They criticized And he He's here He's Bro I didn't take that Like that's I a had good story man I had pastors, like, try to come at my head for, like, bringing my laptop to church. And, you know, we were listening to music and all that. Mind you, we wasn't even listening to music in the church. Forget that. Just using a laptop. But they wanted to throw in that we were listening to, you know, compa, like, you know, know, non-religion, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, hold up. Pastor, you, you are not about to call us out. And you know damn right. You the one that asked me to bring the laptop here to put this type of music on your iPod. But hold up, hold <laughs> up, but hold up though, hold up though. I was the drummer. 
How did they want me to play on the drums? Yo, they... Compa. What? Yeah. The hypocrisy. It's crazy. There's a lot of hypocrisy. So it was like, bro, I, I would never have it, bro. And he knows, like, I remember one time Pastor came up. They had a meeting. Oh, we in the church as we're praying. The kids are outside running, da 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 I got up. I'm like, hold up, Pastor. How you know that we was outside if you was praying? He is felt you, disrespected. Isn't your eyes supposed to be closed? <laughs> How you know we outside? Yeah, you, you did. You did. You want you talk back to the pastor, bro? No, nah, I'm sorry, but I had to say, uh, you ain't gonna call me out. I mean, like, I mean, I, I feel like she. See, here's here's my thing though. You're a pastor. You all that. There's still a way to talk to your flock, especially the youth. You you don't talk down to them. You have to level with them. And as a pastor, if you really want to reach that youth, you bring yourself up. You bring yourself down from where you're feeling, and come to his or her level. That way you could understand where he or she's coming from because technically he they part of your flock. So if you can't understand them, then how how could y'all move forward? You know See, what I'm saying? There's, there's, there's a major difference between comprehension of the youth and our churches and disrespectful. Because you say something that is not aligned with their thought or their idea or their 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 theology of of of, of of living is disrespectful while you just trying to figure out things for yourself hence why you put up their flop i feel there's a huge disconnect too from not even just a church but the whole cultural types type situation you're like these these people they grew up in haiti they lived haiti they lived in the society of haiti for i feel like a good good majority of their teen years going on to their 20s and 30s for some for i feel like a good majority of them when they came to america and they're running the church and everything like that. And then y'all y- grew up in Brooklyn. Y'all nah, I mean, was I grew, born. I, I mean, I grew up in Haiti and in the, in, in, in the U.S. You see, to me, I feel like that's a major excuse. My thing is, it's just like if, if you're CEO of a company, right? Mm-hmm. You're not going to succeed by being the best guy in everything. You're going to hire the best data, the best um, CFO, the best COO. Yeah. You're going to hire the best of everything, right? So it. if you migrate from wherever... Haiti, Jamaica, wherever you hear, and you feel like there's a disconnect between the youth because they're Haitian Americans or Jamaican Americans or whatever it is, get someone that could be the bridge between the two. Get nice. yourself a youth pastor or get yourself an individual that you could actually, you know, really entrust into. And be like, hey, listen, this is what I want to do, but my verbiage, you know, to say it to to the youth could be different. They might not understand me. How could I make sure that I relate my message to them the way I want to? Without making them feel like I'm kicking them out the door. They don't care about stuff like that. That's what you got to do. I get it. You're from Haiti, but you're not in Haiti no more. You go to work. You clock in. You punch in. Welcome to America. <laughs> Coming right? to America. You do, you do all that for your paycheck. And they don't care where you're from. If you can't do the job, you out of there. So if you really care about our, you know, spiritual lives, then get, get somebody who won't preach about 1660s when we weren't there. During your upbringing because we don't get it. And then get mad because we're asking questions or feeling a certain type of way because we're being we we, we we coming from a culture where everything is is accepted and you feel a certain type of way because that's not the way you were raised. No, that's the way we are being raised. So get someone that could understand us and that could, you know, interpret for you. So you could understand where we're coming from. That's something that they never do. Because they, they feel like they should you should live by the way they were brought up back in those days. 
that doesn't make sense because you're not there no more. You're in a new place. I feel like that's a, like that Haitian mentality where you're the child. Be quiet. It's just like you said earlier. Remember yep. You said that for you to make a change, you have to be willing and know what you got to yeah, do. You got to take that step, man. They got to take that step. That's the step you get, they, they have to take. But they're stubborn. There you go. <laughs> they're, they're stubborn, <laughs> man. I feel like y'all know what y'all parents. They're stubborn, man. I'll be honest with you, bro. I was lucky enough. My mother was not. She was not that kind of like stubborn type of woman where she understood the moment she got here she she saw things and we spoke with her and like ma this is how this place is this is how we are we are going to like we're not trying to you know be disrespectful of the way we were raised but this is what's happening she was very child me my mother she was very down to earth there's not a topic you cannot you could not talk to her about if you don't want to I ain't gonna hold. She was the OG, bro. When all them, all the other old heads used to talk in the church, she used to shut them up. She, 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 she would come. She'd be like, "Nah, you can't talk about the kids like that, because if you're not trying to help them, if you're not trying to, trying to get somebody to actually listen to see where they're coming from, how could you judge someone based on on something that you don't know about?" I remember like this it one lady. Exist. I had this what? I did a cut like a style in my hair. She was like, "Oh, you in a game?" Yo, his mother came. He was like, "Go back downstairs. Stop talking. Like, whatever you're saying right now is nonsense." Right, bro. She was like, what are you doing? She was like, you doing that right now is going to push him away. And you want him to come every Sunday. And then when he's not there, um, I'm saying he's gay. Like, why they come to church? Like, so what? That's just, that's a hairstyle. That doesn't mean he's in the game. His mother knew it. She was like, what are you talking about? It's a hairstyle. His hair's going to grow back. She's like, what are you doing? You're talking too much. That's why I never understood. I never understood, like, that mentality. Like, it, it seems so counterproductive, especially in the long. I feel Wait, like you said holding the long scheme of things. That's that, that's how it is. It's so it's counterproductive because <laughs> you go. It's it's like <laughs> you like you. Your goal is to to have the church live on. So when you go when you're gone, it it keeps going. And on top of that, it's your it's a community. You're, you're gonna have to deal with all these different types of people. No. It's not your place to judge. It's so two faced, bro. Like like we'll be hanging out. I, be, I ain't gonna lie Yeah we we go to the carnivals And all that Yeah we go to church on Sunday Oh we saw such and such In the carnival You know what my response was What you was doing there <laughs> No for real What <laughs> you was doing there? You had to be there to, You had to be there To see me What you was doing there So you can't You can't come at me No no but you It's all like You We being judged On something that we are Experiencing Through our Throughout our upbringing while they seem to have forgotten that they have been to one or two or three or four or a few. Oh, and still going to them continue because obviously you were there to Bruh, see me there. Come on. Because if you were never there, you would have never saw me. Come That's on. That's a hypocrisy. Now, if you had told me, you know what, Charles, Jay, I seen y'all someplace. I'm not going to lie. I was walking by and I seen you guys. And I just want to tell you, when I was growing up, I've been to it a couple times and this is why I decided to not go to it anymore because this is that that that's a way different that's approach. different and saying mm-hmm. uh huh hey can I got some the youth in the church I see them body da 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 pass how you saw us exactly where were you sir he was right there in that party <laughs> with you bro no, like, he passed my, you the bottle no it goes back <laughs> to the point where he was like oh Yo. as the whole church is praying the kids run outside going down the block blah 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 and going this and here and there First of all, you praying. How do you know I went down the block? What made you think I just didn't go outside the church just right in front of the door? 
why why did you come outside? How you know I ran down two blocks and I was talking to this person? I mean, you purposely came out. Exactly. You Weren't you supposed to be mission? praying? You're supposed to be leading the prayer. You on a mission, sir. Like, what are you doing? Which mission you on? To save the youth or to kick him out? Pick one. And that's why, like, to me, like, that's why I stopped doing certain things, bro. Like, I didn't, I wasn't vibing with the energy. Man, let me tell you, man. Like, my my most struggling thing with that church, bro, was them them. The main reason why I went was the drums, because I would get on drums, I would just bl- black out. And just do the drums. Just do my drums, bro. That was my that was my shit. Like, bro, I got a story bro. about that when you're done. But the moment that's over, bro, you start preaching about, oh, when I was, you know, when I was in my teens, this, da, 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 da. I'm like, bro. And then you make, and then one of my pet peeves, they make those references to certain phrases, to certain sayings that were like, you know, archaic or, or, or to say like really old, bro. Like, you're like, yo, what are you talking about? I don't, I don't know these things. Why are you even saying them? And you want me to wait? Understand, bro? I don't know, man. You don't know? I don't know. That shit was crazy to me, bro. I don't know, man. I'm telling you, man. Growing up in Brooklyn, the Haitian shit, man. Haitian churches is just different, bro. Yeah, man. Like, I I feel like they could have done a whole lot of better. For 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 us, definitely they have they could have because there there was a time where, bro, whenever the youth is in the church, the church was full, and that's personally one of the reasons why I stopped bringing friends to the church. I invited I invited a a few friends. They came through, and the way they were received, my even my mother was upset. She was like, "Yo," she was like, "Yo, why why is it this way?" Like, why, why is this the kind of like you know welcoming y'all giving the kids? Like, my friends travel from the Bronx to come to the church, and then based on how they were received by certain pastors, they're like, "Yo, I'm never coming to your church again." Exactly. That's why I stopped bringing. They were like, "Oh, oh, young people, you guys don't invite your friends." We do. You judge them. As soon as they walk so through that stop. door, man. As soon as you walk through that door, you already hear the whispers. We stop, bro. They would have a whole sermon on it's, our guests. They were like, the oh, they dressed, yep. This, there's a young one in the crowd. His, he has his pants on his ass. His hair is dread. He has the piercings. God is calling you to change. Like, bro, what are you doing, bro? Why are you pinpointing someone out? Like, how are you going to make them comfortable enough to come to the church where you can't be able to talk to them on that level to even say that to them? Nah. Like, it just, at that point, you're coming off disrespectful. They invite you. They said the church welcomes everyone so you could come in. And they kick you out with their words. That that's counterproductive. That's, that that's does true. not that doesn't help what you're what you're doing. Your 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 whole point is to spread the word of God, right? I you mean, come I to w- church to, to listen to the word of God. You come to church to like low key, bro. To like speak on, on it as a community. Yo, we used to go to uh, there was a club back in Brooklyn, right? It's called Belleville. So we go into the club, right? And I kid you not, I'm in the club and I see homie in there. I pay him no mind. That next day on that Sunday, that same homie I seen in the club acting a fool, all that. My man preaching in the church, bro. <laughs> I'm like, who are you to 
try to tell me what to do and you was just in the same place I was, bro. What are you doing? It's a double standard, man. Very double standard. And that's why I left the choir because it was at a point where I'm singing these musics and then they want us to preach. They want us to do this and all that. And I look into the crowd and I'm like, bro, I'm, I'm a hypocrite. One of the people I was talking to was just, it's in the crowd, bro. I was just with this person yesterday in the club, dubbing it up, filling all up in the boot. And I'm like, <laughs> I looked at me out. I like, Myself came out of like my body and looked at me like, nigga, stop playing with yourself. Who you fooling? I was like, nah, I'm a hypocrite. I can't do this. I don't feel like that means you can't be in church just because you go to parties. Nah, I didn't. I didn't say I can't be in church. Like, but what are you gonna do? Hold yourself in your room? No, 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 no. You not be in church. I'll be like, like what, what? What do you mean? Like by that? in front of people singing, preaching. Like I felt like I'm a hypocrite. You know what I mean? Like I was just saying. Because I feel like. I don't know if Jew, like, understand what I'm saying, but, like, I feel like that type of person needs to hold a type of image. You know, like, if I'm going around church to church like we used to, yeah, yeah. you know, singing and preaching to other youths yeah, yeah. at other church, yeah, yeah. it's like, bro, I'm looking at the shorty there with her parents, and I'm looking at her parents' eyes like, damn, I done did some nasty shit to your daughter. And I'm standing in front of y'all preaching. Jesus like, Christ, bro. No, Jesus no, no. Christ. I feel like a hypocrite, bro. Like, <laughs> nah, bro. Nah, nah, nah. Like, nah, nah, nah. On some real shit. I hear what you're saying. At the same token, Jesus. remember, remember that they were all at some point trying to figure out themselves. No, I, I you hear you. I hear you, but I, for me personally, I thought it was a personal thing no, for no, me. No, no, no. I, I, no, I, I felt you. like a hypocrite, bro. No, I like, get you. I, I get you. That, that's you. But some people. While they're still doing it, they're still trying to figure out because your 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 speed is not everyone's speed. It's unique to you. So you be like, "Yo, damn, I hit it last night, and then now I gotta I gotta say, God is good in front of her, and with her hands raised, and that's not and that's not the way her hands were raised last night." Exactly. I hear you. <laughs> like I don't know. Me personally, I don't feel like there's anything wrong with that, bro. I don't know. I just I feel like a hypocrite. I don't. You know what it is? Because 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 the thing is, like, if you if you feel like you are an hypocrite, you are an hip, a hypocrite about it, then that means either you stop doing it so you don't feel like a hypocrite, or you, or you find something else to do within the church. Like, I remember when I was a, I was a kid. I, I just left, bro. I was like, because I ain't going to tell you. I ain't going to hold you. I was still hitting it. So I was like, Listen. you know what? I'm just going to, because, bro, bro how, how, how do I look, bro? I'm smashing, and then I'm trying to preach that at the same time. Go, baby girl, you know, you got to find Jesus and all that. Come to church, change your life. But hold on, hold us in your hand real quick. Yeah. Oh, oh, now he, he knows when like, he goes home. He's pretty son, totally <laughs> different. Like, that's what, that's what he's talking about. He like, goes home, he's pretty son, totally different. Now he blow your tone. Like, okay, blow <laughs> your tone. Like, what you saying? Something's I can't cool. do it, bro. Don't you be missing? Like, I couldn't do it. I, I really couldn't live with myself. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna step down from the choir. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna stay in church, though. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay in church. But hey, 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 I'm going to be honest with you, man. Me Listen. staying in church, I asked you, like, even when I left the choir and, you know, all the youth engagements that they had, I would still be around, though. Like, everywhere they went, I went, but as support. But I stopped at a point because people was just judging, bro. Like, people always had something to say. And I couldn't take it no more because, like, I got a bad mouth. 
Like I don't hold nothing back And you know me So I don't hold nothing back yeah. You tell me A I'm gonna tell you B, C, this, D this, this, I'm gonna give you the alphabet This nigga's like Charlemagne. Oh god He just says this shit raw bro Like We used to be like You're er? <laughs> Like but to the point, to the real, point, man. people were scared to talk to me. Like, uh, never mind. Like, yo, all I know is, all I know is, I was a working process, bro. But what I'm saying is, like, show, I was still drumming my drums. I needed that. I needed. Mind that. you, he in the church drumming his drums, and he flirting with his eyes at a shorty when he hey, about to hey, drum hey, her drum. Hey, like, hey, <laughs> hey, 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 man, come hey, on now. At a certain age. You know what I'm saying? As as you getting older, you Man. you peep a nice little fine, you know, um, Jesus' daughter peep through to the church, bro. Like, nah, your your yo, 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 comes out. I wish this was a video podcast because I could show y'all how he would drum yo. and look at the shorty and then yo. look at me and be like, yo, yo. he would point with the drums that he'd be like. Come on, man. Come on. Come yeah, on. You know, nigga. Yeah, yeah. You have Charles go in the crowd. Oh, let me, yeah. let me take yeah. this out. The want to talk to you. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> low key, bro. Like. Nah, nah, but you know what it is, though? Like, we were all, like, you know, like, what? Uh, our teens? We were in the teens, like, pre-teens? Mid-teens? Bro. At the end of the day, bro, like, a fine shorty coming to the church, bro. And then you... What girl does not like music or musicians, bro? You gave yeah. me motivation. It was My to the point, right? Tired, bro. Like, we had an other homie ew. that drummed, too, right? used to signal him and i don't know how the transition happened but you would never hear the drum go off beat <laughs> yo they used to transition so smoothly bro my man was yo he would just be drumming yo sometimes his eyes be closed and his eyes just open yeah. and you see his head turn mad quick into the crowd bro and he see the shorty yo. he'd be like mm. and then he signal his other he signal one of us to signal the other homie that drums he go up and all you see is the sticks fly and the music still going bro and he just leave, bro. Like, Walks into the crowd. Hey, 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 it's, it's called, it's, bro. It's, it's called, it's called live intimation. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's like live, live intimation. You gotta, you gotta make sure you let your boy get some playtime. Bro, wow. if you blinked, you missed you know the movement, bro. Only, only a few people. It was a handful of people that knew the movement, bro. And let me tell you, man. Like hey. once we seen that move, hey. like you would look up, you will see, you will see Jude on on the drum. You, know you blink, wow. you don't see him no more. God does not care how you come in, as long as you stay in. So I was trying to help him to stay in. Wow, you know what oh I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah. yo, come on, bro. Yo, imagine you a young dude, you see a beautiful sister come in, and you know she all about that music, bro. That's motivation. And then she after church, I'm like, oh my god, um, you played very nice. Thank you, thank you very much. Like, who the hell are you, nigga? <laughs> thank you, thank you very much. Fucking young Elvis. Thank you, thank you very much. Nah, bro, but, but you know what it is, though? It's, 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 it's all part of your, 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 your formula to become who you are today. Know what I'm saying? Like, low-key. growth, man. You learn yo, from, you yo low-key, it, it was all of us in the choir, right? We in the, and we always stood in the back. I kid you not. We in the back, and we in the higher level, because like, it was like steps. So we could see the whole church, who's coming in, everything. And we all next to each other. Yo, shorty pop in. Everybody, yo, we had like a signal. Once Whoever get that signal first, nobody, you got dibs. And nobody else can get that. That's you. And I kid you, from there, all you see is the dudes go from the, and this is not part of the show, why we, in the, 
All you see is the dudes transition from the back to the front and all the way to the front of this, the church, bro. What? Hey, hey, but <laughs> you know what? Back to the <laughs> now, but, but but what we had was that we had that respect where, regardless what it was, even if you not, if I seen her and I'm like, yo, she she mad gorgeous, and she's like, yo, I want to talk to her, like, oh yeah, I bet. Do you? We fall back. That's one thing we ne- we 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 were not the the brothers where who like you know fiending, running after each other. No, bro, it was ever who sh- shoot your no. shot. No. If you didn't get it, that means it's the next man can try. Yeah. But if you got it, everybody fall back. Hey man, I, See, you, I, I wasn't I wasn't in church long enough to get that experience, man. I I, I stopped going like in my thirteen. When but I was like 13, listen, I, you you keep saying experience like this. This is not part of the church experience, <laughs> bro. It's not. It's not. No, but it is. Yeah, I was backing up, bro. Nah, I was bro. Like, we were backing it back. Nah, but but if you think about it though, in some way it is because they tell you like you gotta you know. Get with each other within the church. Technically, she was in the church. True. Wow. So, Even though she was a visitor, but she was in the church. No, 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 no. no, no. She's part of Jesus Church. Doesn't have to be a specific <laughs> location. You know what I'm saying? So that's y'all go to y'all blasphemy to y'all. You know what I'm saying? Y'all talking y'all some blasphemy. No, no, for real, for <laughs> yeah. real, for real. Listen, they tell you the temple of Jesus, right? The temple of God. It's not a building. Yeah, I kid you not. We used to crave for those trips to other churches, bro. Like when we heard we going to another church, yo, we we run to the church van, bro. Grab our seats, every, yo. People used to come in, try to sit with a boys about. Nah, 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 it's taken. Somebody sitting here. Once we get to that church, we yo, we already in the back of the van, ready planning, bro. Whatever we see there. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Come on, man! Like wow. you know, you are not about to put all our upbringing on the streets like that. These people don't know it's like that, bro. It's all good, bro. Now I'm saying it's all fun and love, man. That, that, bro, I that. remember when you said. <laughs> I mean, you talk about the church van. You might as well go back to church van with them. No. With, okay. No. Okay. Right, what so, about those concerts? So, how you so, feel about those concerts? Oh, those concerts was good. <laughs> those concerts. Facts. Facts. Bro, I remember this one time I went to a concert. Bro, I'm not gonna hold you. I got the death stare of my life. Yeah. There was this girl, right? She was feeling you. No, no. <laughs> She had the power of Holy Ghost for you. Nah, she was like at the at the balcony and I came from behind her, right? Whoa. Now I was talking to her. I was, I was just, it was a joke. <laughs> was I was just my, talking to her. Whatever. The Titanic. And then like this lady see me do that and she just gave me this look. I never seen this lady in my life. And then we were, because that was like our friend. We were just like, we were just messing around. Yeah. And then she, the lady just gave me this look and I was like, God damn, I fucked up. <laughs> I was like, I, I want to say I was like 18 at the time or 19. It was, a, it was weird. It was a weird. I don't know. Nah, we used to go bro, to different concerts and churches, man. It was fun. That lady was like, oh, shit. That's what exactly what my husband did to me. <laughs> nah, I, say, I, I said some wild shit, though. You did? She heard me say some wild shit, bro. Like, oh. I, sh- I shouldn't have said that in church. Damn. <laughs> like, I, I said some wild Damn, shit. Damn, you're a different kind of beast. Listen, at least you said something. Hey, hey. We're going to leave it hey, at that. Hey, I didn't say nothing. All I did was. No, I didn't say to her. I didn't say no wild shit to her. I said the wild shit to the girl, and she heard me when I said to the girl. And she already, she's, she looked at me like, yeah, this dude got to get the fuck out of this church. Also, shit like that with, with her eyes. You know, you know the body language. Damn, bro. Man, I don't know. We was different breeds back then, yeah, man. man. Like, I mean, yeah. I, and I always tell Rick that if you grew up in Brooklyn, man, you would be a different Yo, beast. Different, bro. Yo, different, bro. Yo, different. Like, nothing bro. but a borough, man. Like when I mean, like, and I'm gonna say this in my in my language, in my homeland, buzz. Tap tap on job, buzz. It's a demon time. <laughs> be demon, demon time, bro. Yeah. Like, from tap tombe su buzz. Tell me what I'm talking about. 
Low key, nigga. Like, Clean up by force. Bro. Not for real, Love bro. Week, bro. Yo, shout, out, shout out to the Haitian fans, bro. If you out here understand what's going on, um, shout out to you because there's, there's no. Uh, there's no say, not boule. <laughs> Son, you'll be a beast, bro. Like, Yo. our church was located on Nostrand where the Haitian carnival passes. Man. Bro, I know y'all hopped out of church that day. <laughs> just came outside like, Did yeah. we? <laughs> Did this, we? That's why the pastor was tight. Did we? Because, yeah, I can't go out there. Did we? Man. He's like, all, the, all these Bro, kids. I had, and they all know, only I had one pickup line and one pickup line only. Oh, what was that pickup line? What was that pickup line? Yo, there you go. <laughs> he knows it. That's what, yo, and my, and they always go, yo, why you always grab Bro, it was that, yeah. and I would grab their hands, bro, all the time. Uh, they used to get tight. They'd be like, yo, why are you always grabbing some shorty's hand and always saying T-shirt? That's it. Yo, T-shirt, Vimbello. Grab their hand. I pull them on some, yo, on some rowdy, rebel, rough shit. Like, come here. Yeah. Where you going? Now, come here. If you did that now, bro, that's it. Yo, let me, bro, let me tell you, man. That's like, time. Listen, listen. The, thing, the, the beautiful thing we have in our culture is that we have those powerful, powerful words, phrases, of endearing, and that is so sweet, like Tisheri or Tikem, Shushu. That's it, bro. Like, when I move, it was I always, I don't care how mad you are, you'd be like, Oh, yeah, top of neck, da, da. oh, Sherry, what happened? Like, yeah, I pulled the girl, she was angry, bro. She was oh, arguing, bro. she was arguing on the phone, walking. Yeah, I heard her speaking Creole. I pulled up real quick, yo, she's shaving by Come here, yo. Okay. I told her straight up, yo, how you gonna walk by me and not say hi? And guess what? Tisheri's part of romance. That's what I love. She did it. Whoever she was on the phone with, she hung up quick. And mind you, I'm an ugly cute nigga. This nigga said I'm an ugly cute nigga. So I'm already doing what I'm doing. That shit crazy. That's the confidence, man. Yes. You need the confidence. You need the confidence, bro. Yo, you gotta. Yo, for all my ugly niggas, believe in your ugly, my nigga. Yo. Believe in yourself, brother. Trust in your ugly, my nigga. Bro, first. You got to take the first step. Like my boy Ricky said, know that you ugly. <laughs> Once you do that, you're good. Know it, believe it, and act on it. Embrace your ugliness, now, Embrace bro. it. Embrace that Once shit. Once you embrace it, you're going to be the cutest nigga ever, my nigga. Facts. Be like, oh my God, get away from me. You mad ugly. Okay, then. I don't know if you yeah. see what's going on in the world right now, but ugliness is, ugly niggas is winning right now. I don't know if you see that. That ass. Shout out to all my ugly niggas, all my cute ugly niggas out there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yo, 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 y'all doing big things And for my Haitian niggas out there. Oh, shout out to all my bell neck lead niggas out there. You know what I mean? We pushing on some hours, bro. We pushing on pushing on some time though. That ass, yeah, we was going in. But um yo, I want to thank everybody out there listening to LOF, the Haitian, Haitian edition. Haitian today. edition, the Creole this is, version. This is a little, little tap into the culture of, of what where we come from at least. Something Something new, something light, something we're trying to introduce. Uh, maybe in the future, when our original third host is here, we can tap into the Jamaican culture. Hit him with the Jamaican. We, we also, we also, got, some, we also got some guests, man. We also got some mm-hmm. guests hey, hey. from his side of, this, side of the family that wants to come through on the, on the cast. Okay, okay. Yeah, we're going to set that up. We're going to set that up. But um, definitely. So, like I said again, I want to thank everyone for tuning in. For subscribing, because right now we're on all platforms and we're climbing and getting on newer ones that's coming out. Uh, trying to get on, trying to get on the new Amazon, trying to check us out on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, Apple Music, Music LOF Podcast. Radio, 
Also, follow my boy. He's gonna shot. He's gonna give you his credentials right now. Thank you for showing up on the show, bro. Yo, we appreciate you. Yo, yo, no doubt. You know that's how we do. Now I'm saying Zopal, Jay. Um, it was a good thing to come out there and support the family. You know what I'm saying. So, for any of y'all who wish to follow me on IG, it's underscore J J A Y that D O R V again underscore J A Y dot D O R V. Know what I'm saying, but it was definitely all love out here. Know what I'm saying. So, I mean, I'll definitely appreciate the love, my boy Rick, my boy Charles. We gotta do it for the for the culture, bro. And I like uh, that. That's it, Rick. You got any last words for the people? All right, man. This is Rick Dorn. We signing off from LOF. We're gonna give you some. We're gonna give you a little something different. This is a. Uh, I feel like we're gonna get some Haitian tunes for the end. I'll be. Uh, oh yeah, we're gonna end it with some Haitian tunes. Real stay quick. tuned. Stay listening. We appreciate you guys. Laziest frustration. Mm-hmm.